Good evening in Pakistan and good morning in the USA. Welcome to the Alatra TV Pakistan channel. This live conversation currently is also being broadcasted to Alatra Nights and News Hunt TV channels. The Creative Society project that was introduced by Alatra IPM volunteers is becoming more and more popular. <clears throat> Excuse me, more and more popular. This format of society for a consumer oriented to the creative one, which is the, the society where each and every person will enjoy peaceful, comfortable, and safe life with high standards of living. We are all conditions will be created for people to manifest in their own best human qualities. Dear viewers, you may find more information about the project on electronites.com website. So please go there when we're all done here. All right, we're going to have a great program today. Um, my name is Leslie Mangum and I am happy to be introducing my co-host, Amir Khan, the TV anchor, sports and actor, marketer, entrepreneur, life coach, a person who has initiated the series of such interviews on the Alatra TV Pakistan channel. Amir? Thank you, Leslie. Thanks a lot. Greetings to all viewers, you know. With our special guest today, we will be discussing the society in which every person would like to live in. We will touch upon the importance of creative society and we will discuss about the eight foundation of creative society. Please welcome Mohammad Zeb Khan, a UK national and independent football project. He has having a lot of projects he has included, you know, Mohammad Zeb Khan has vast experience of sports marketing, recruitment and development. He worked in a top-notch MNCs in past and he is also a social media marketing person, you know, a gem of a person, I would say. And we are lucky to have it, him here today with our program, you know. Uh, Zeb, thank you very much for joining our conversation. I'm ex expecting a great conversation with you today. Welcome to our show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me here. I'd like to, Zeb, to begin with, you know, please tell us more about yourself, you know. Would like to know, know a little bit more about yourself and what is your primary activities you, you are currently involved in nowadays, you know. Would you like most in your passion, professions and your profession, what is your like nowadays activities, please? Well, nowadays we're basically in lockdown in London, but obviously we need to all keep ourselves mentally fit and not let the lockdown get down on us. So we're still doing stuff. I'm still working on projects in Pakistan. I'm still trying to keep fit, which now I'll get more info from Leslie now, how to stay even more fit. But you know, a fit mind to can say. Uh, about myself, basically, I was born in London, lived here for like 16 years in Pakistan. And I lived, I was there for like 30 years. And I worked in different companies like Unilever. I worked in the financial sector. But my passion had always been football and sports, which I then eventually took up my career in at a company called K-Electric. And uh, there I realized that uh, football is not just about running around and kicking the ball. It's a lot more than that. It's a whole platform in which you can get people involved in. And it's not just uh, obviously being healthy, but keeping your mind healthy as well. 
And I think, you know, one thing which people don't understand about sports, and sports, especially a team sport, is that when you play as a team sport, there is no CEO, there is no uh, peon, there's no everybody is equal, right? Whoever performs the best on the pitch, that's he's the person who everyone is looking up to. So uh, it's, it's a great, great platform to bring everybody on, on the level. And on top of that, it's a great platform to keep people away from negative activities, bring them towards positive activities. And that's what I spent a lot of time doing in underprivileged and crime-infested areas in Pakistan, specifically in places like Liari and Bali, where they have a lot of criminal activity, a lot of drugs are going through there. So we realized that the best way to get to these people is do something which they like. And in those areas, it was about football. And they do other sports there, but it was more about football. And whenever you'd give them the ball, for them, that was all they wanted. So that was that platform that we worked very hard to give them and get them away from negative activities. And uh, I'll give one example here. Actually, there was uh, the gang leaders over there. I knew them very well because that's how you got into those areas. There was uh, a lot going on in the area. And once he actually called me and said, Zeb, can you have a football tournament here? Because we need to tone things down in the area. So that's the power of sports and football in these areas. And... And that's how you can work with negative, uh, you can move away from the negative mindset and bring these people into a positive mindset. Very good, very good. By the nature of your profession, you deal with a lot of people. Could you share with us what helps you most with people in your opinion, what is more important? Is it competition or cooperation? Which of you know? Which you know? Which which of these we you know see off creative society project? How do you envision a creative society where you, your family, and everyone in the world is comfortable to live in? So give us an idea of competition and cooperation, and how it all fits in with creative society. I think with, with competition, you, you, there needs to be a, a certain amount of competition to make to push people up. But I think one that's about communicating and commu communicating in a way in which everybody understands. Now, what, what I felt was, uh, especially in my uh, uh, profession, was that for a player, you have to give them respect. Right. And I think that's the same thing for society. Now, as a society, and if you took a football team as a, as a part of society, is that if you give them respect, they'll respect you as well. And in turn, what happens is that creates a family-like atmosphere. So when everybody feels inclusive, right, automatically what will happen is the performance is going to increase. If you create too much of a competitive atmosphere, right, some people might get left behind. So you're not being inclusive to them as well. So it's about, look, no one's, everyone is not maybe on uh, the same professional level. At least some people might have some better skills and less better skills. But that can always be overcome if you create the right mindset. Like I also had a cricket team. So I had some players who had a lot of talent, some who didn't have some talent. I said, it's not about the talent. Everyone might, all of you might have talent. It's about having the right mindset and creating the right culture. If you have the right culture, 
even if you have a team which is, doesn't have great individuals, you can still reach, reach the heights. I don't know if you know about the Euros. The Euros are one of the biggest tournaments in, the, in Europe. And uh, I can't I think it was 2012 or something. Greece won that tournament. When you had players like Ronald Cristiano, Ronaldo, Portugal, all these teams were there. If you would ask me even one name of the player of the Greece team which won that team, I wouldn't know. Nobody knew them. But it was because the right atmosphere was created for them to perform. So it's not always about competition, but it's all about creating an, uh, a family feeling. You feel safe. You feel wanted. I think this is also a very, very important thing about sports. So it's, it, it's a creating that family environment, you know, that, that good thing, that everyone feels safe, everyone feels happy, everyone can communicate with each other, you know, without fear, you know, of question or answers. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Yes. For myself, I always believed in open door policy when I would work. I was like, any player, any employee can call me and come into my room at any time, obviously, if I'm not in the meeting, right? So that they then feel comfortable. It's about, you know, if, if you're going to a football match and you don't feel comfortable, then you're never going to play properly. If you feel comfortable and, and things are taking care of you, right, then your job is just to go into the field and ensure that you perform. The rest of that is my responsibility to make sure that I create a culture. And not just me. I think it's about all of us around the world that we need to create cultures in which we all feel comfortable. And then obviously what will happen is, once again, everybody starts to feel comfortable in their culture where people are, are, are feel, feel safe, they feel together. Then you'll see, I think you'll see, everybody will see how culture can actually change. But it's all about creating that, that mindset that everybody feels comfortable. Yes, it's, it's creating that new environment for better conditions. Absolutely, absolutely. And we'd like to, you know, talk a little bit about that and show a short video as well. In order to build the creative society worldwide by peaceful means, all humanity as a team has to be united by this one goal. The foundations of this goal, the construction of the creative society were formed as a result of numerous interviews and thousands of social surveys in more than 180 countries carried out by participants of the Alatra IPM. These foundations and stages of building the creative society were described in the article on alatranites.com. And we want to show you the short video about how these eight foundations were formed.
step would be for everybody to care about other people and not about themselves only. Uh, people should respect each other. It, uh, not dependent with the color, the gender. Uh, we must avoid all this uh, uh, confrontation. You know? The fact that we're all humans is what unites us. So. But I think you start to think of yourself more as a person from the planet. The task of the media is to help society find a common language and communicate. I think friendship and being nice to each other can unite everyone. I want to live in a society that where the people are very conscious, so they make Just conscious decisions. Work for the sake of uh, society, for the sake of love, for the sake of connection. I see that all people want two things: love and respect. A compassionate society, a society that understands that your needs are. Validate. What unites us is being in relationship with each other. It's about humanizing the human society. Everybody has to be informed in a, in a proper way. Let's support each other. Let's help each other, no matter what another person may have. In a creative society, human life will be of highest value, and the best human qualities will prevail. Amir? Yes. Uh, yes, thank you very much, Leslie. Lazeb, the main creative society, basic concept of creative society is united we can. And if you are united, we can like spread the information to all the masses. I'm sure that the change will be occur, you know. Change will be occur. We can transfer the consumer format to the creative one with the help of each other. Could you please share your opinion on it, you know? How could the implementation of these eight foundations, eight changes of life in the people and our society, how can we implement that, Zeb? I think uh, I was going through some of your points. Uh, it was about human safety. Um, and, and you know what? I think it's once again, you know, it, it's, it's all about uh, us understanding how we would want to be treated as well, right? And treat society as a whole. Like, you know, there are two, there are lots of barriers right now. Language is barrier, borders are barriers, but in the end, we were all created as human beings, right? We're all human beings and we always want all want to be created, be treated equally, but unfortunately, it's not like that right now. And I think the, the objective, the goal of this society is to change that and to make have everyone treated equally. Like, you know, they were saying about love and respect. So I was bringing it back to football. What I was always tell people is that for me, it's important to win my footballer's heart. If I win his heart, he will do everything he can for me. And I think if we as a society can win each other's hearts, then it, it will create a catalyst to change things. But I think another thing is that uh, the world has become impatient. We, we jump to conclusions too quickly. So people have to learn to become patient and listen to each other and understand each other and not react knee-jerk reactions. Sometimes you don't like things, but I think like in marriage, when you're married, there are times when you, where you and your wife don't get on, right? You have to be patient at times and just listen. And, and I think, once again, the important thing is communication and understanding one another. If you communicate the right things and you're understanding and patient, and if we could all be like this, and obviously we wouldn't have all the issues we have in the world right now. So I think it's a, it's a great idea. There's a great goal to bring everyone together on the same platform and move forward with this.
you highlighted 100% valid points there. I, I believe, you know, the peace and humanity, like the harmony can only become with the helping each other, you know. Humanity is, is become the prime factor, you know. And for that, you know, I just want to ask you here, you know, how will business and marketing be modified in creative society where each person live prosperity in all spheres of life, you know. This is very important and there's no need in pursuit for money and profit, you know. What can become the goals and mean values and what what is the mean aspect required for this, you know? You know what I always see, because uh, I worked with the multinational company, you know, um, I think people spend too much time and of their and their money on wanting to be part of a brand. Okay. Now, for example, I know uh, there's a store here called Asda, right? You get a generic Asda product. You can get a branded product. But if you look behind them, they're actually the same thing. But in our mind, the problem is, it's, it's like we call it the rat race. You know, somebody wants a Ferrari, somebody wants a Mercedes, somebody wants a BMW, somebody wants a Toyota. At the end of the day, they're all going to get you from A to B. Right. <laughs> But the problem is we're stuck in this thing. I remember I was with my friends having dinner somewhere and they were showing I had this watch. Someone was wearing a Rolex and I was just wearing a simple Seiko. And I was happy with that. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I don't need to spend 5,000 pounds on a watch. For me, it's a waste of money. You know? I mean, I think it would be better if I spent that money on something which is productive than that. And, and the problem is right now, a lot of crime is also because of that, because there are so many different classes that you're what you want to be part of that class. But I can guarantee you when you get up to that class, it's never gonna finish. You're gonna want more. It's a never ending story, you know, consumerism, the brand. So I think um, uh, uh, people need to understand that what these brands are selling, it's not good for humankind, you know? It's just pushing us to buy things and spend money on what we don't need. And if you, even if you look at wars, the amount of money which is spent on wars, if you stop doing that, right? You could feel the whole world. But, you know, these are things which really need to change. But unfortunately, it's going to take time for people to change them. And I think what is going to be very important is that people from this society moving into positions where they can make a change. I mean, you can change a certain amount of your friends around you, but if you want to truly take it globally, then you have to be in positions to, to be able to be part of decision-making where things will change. Now, for example, I talk about Pakistan football, right? Now, I, I'm doing some project with the Football Federation, and I feel now when I get into a position there where people are listening to me, I can truly make a change to people's lives and make their lives better. Not by being able to give them, maybe they can buy brands, but for actually to make them feel mentally uh, easy. Now, for example, if I were to say that there were no Ralph Lorenz and all of these things in the world, Okay, so what would that mean? That means people are not striving just to buy the big brands, right? Everything should be generic, you know? And when things are generic, you don't have things like that, that, that then people truly feel comfortable. And when they feel comfortable, then you feel good. I mean, if you look at an example of the owner of Facebook, he wears the same t-shirt every day, right? He's not interested in wearing, the billionaires of the world, you won't see wearing the big brands. Right? So I'm just saying that, this consumerism, this needs to change. But obviously, you need to be in the right position to make them, these people change. Yes, I mean, yes. We, we, want, we want to, ch to change our, 
conditions, but we don't want to change the minds um, and dreams of people in that sense. You know, we, we want to allow our society, even in our creative society, to dream and to, to, to desire and have the things that they enjoy. What we want to do is just make sure that everyone has the necessities that everyone needs. We, we are here to create a society where everyone has all of their basic needs, where everyone has all their basic needs. We're not here to take anything away from anyone to give to another. There is a more than enough for everyone and that is the goal we're aimed at. We all know that and we're all trying to pull our world together and say, hey, this is our reality. There is enough land, there is enough food, there is enough clothing, there is a, enough medical expenses and everything for everyone, education for everyone in this world. You know, let's see what I say about that. What I say, there, there are trade-offs to things, right? Yes. Not in to feed the whole world, to give them the right medical and all of these things, right? That yes. has to come from somewhere, right? So, yes. for example, like I say, military spending, okay? Military spending, for a certain extent, is okay for, for your own defense. But the amount of obscene money which is spent on these things, if you were to cut those budgets then that money can obviously be used on, on, on providing for people because there is enough money in the world, right? Yes. It's all about how it's, it's not being allocated yes. as it should be. Yes, yes, and that's our aim. Yes, to allocate all that is available in every country, our resources, our trade, you know, there's more than enough for everyone, yes. So it's about making sure, you know, I mean, when you have a, when you're running a business, right? And even in my house, everybody has their own budget, right? Everybody runs a house. So you allocate things. For example, my food expense, my uh, electricity expense, my miscellaneous expense. You, you allocate everything according to what your requirement and needs are, right? And that's needs. Unfortunately, there's a, there's this big Excel sheet which has a massive gap in it, right? Where you're spending so much on these particular things in military and the, the expense you should be putting on eliminating poverty, right. on giving education to people, that's being left out. Right, now, what and, that's I say, right. and that is how we, we change our environment. We start at home, it moves into our communities and it moves into the world. You're exactly right. But that is how we do it. We, we do it with our own communities as well, where we see money being wasted and we see the, the poor across the street and money is being wasted on elaborate street lights for no reason. So those are the things where we can change the conditions where, but we start in our own communities and, and, and we make it popular to have a voice and say, hey, let's do better. Our whole, our whole communication of expression right now is all about communication and getting the word out. And we do that through good. We do that through good deeds. You know, and each good deed moves along another. And it's easy to do when we accept ourselves as human beings 
because that's what we are. We are, we are all human beings. We all have something to give. We all have something to say. And we start at home. We start within our communities saying, okay, let's do better. Let's, let's not buy that. Let's buy this or let's give something where it's needed. That's where it starts. Absolutely. Leslie, Leslie well, it's all depend upon the collective efforts, you know. How collectively we will work the efforts for humanity, you know. This is more important for us. We all know, understand the quality of our results and speed in which we can build a creative society. Creative society can only be built with the helping each other. Together, we can. We always say this slogan, you know, and we believe that it can be possible Let's also watch the video of Creative Society, the conference of Creative Society, which Leslie or that conference. And I believe that you will like that global conference. It's going to be held off after like on 20th of March. That's why the next conference is coming on 20th March. But the last conference is held on 20th December, on last year, uh, 2020, December 2020. So United We Can. Creative Society, United We Can. I request the technical team to please show that Creative Society global conference video. That the creative society can be built in less than 10 years. Can you imagine we can actually live in a beautiful world in less than 10 years? So how do we do it? Let's talk about the stages of the creative society. We have to go step by step in order to build the creative society. So the first stage of building the creative society is the informational stage. Globally, people need to know about the creative society. This is the most important stage. When each person understands what creative society is and supports it, then they can go on the platform alatraunites.com uh, click the join us button and pick one of the three options to register and we can see the video on the screen right now on how to do it so this step is very important and what is it going to give it's going to give an understanding of the number of people in each country that support the creative society so then when there is more than 50% of the active electorate in the country supports the creative society, then it is possible to move to the second part. And this is the creation of the electoral platform. The electoral platform is a site created in each specific country where each person can register with their own personal information. Electorate will choose for themselves the politicians who will share the creative society. Can you imagine only choosing those politicians that will actually share the same ideas as we do, the people? When the electorate chooses politicians with the use of the electoral platform, then there is a certain understanding between the electorate and the representatives that were chosen. The first law that must be passed is the law on the electoral platform. It is the right to recall, to regulate, and it is the legal framework. And this is very important. And of course, as we said, everything has to be moved in stages and in steps. The second law uh, that the electorate has to pass is the implementation of the eight foundations into the constitutions of their country. If the representatives that are chosen do not execute what people want, then people just simply withdraw their vote and re-elect 
a different person hold a re-election in their country. As simple as that. And those, um, those are the stages of building the creative society. It is very simple. And as was said earlier, the power belongs to the people. So we, the people, can make the choice. Well, power belongs to the people. And we are listening the stages of building creative society. Creative society can be built with the spreading the information. Information play a pivotal role in this, you know. As a marketing professional, Zebhai, could you please suggest that what could be, what could enhance the value of, of unification? Because unification is very important. How could we set as a new trend to encourage people to unite around this one big goal of building creative society? How can we do that? What steps and measures we will take? First of all, I, I hadn't seen this video. I think it's amazing that, you know, when I was talking earlier about bringing people in, people who are going to be there to actually make the decisions. So this is what you're doing right now. You're creating the electorate role. So only those people will be there who are actually part of the creative society. And those people are part of the government or, or the electoral point. That's obviously how you can actually start changing things. And, you know, I think that, you know, as, as we say, it's communication. I think... Uh, a very big part of the communication for me has always been sports. You know, how we can inculcate these things in our, in our young kids in sports. And uh, your eight points, you create that, create a communication behind that, which is inculcated into children so that from a young age, they understand these things. How about being safe? How about be helping each other? All of these different points, you create, a, 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 you know, a one-liner or something so that, when you say something to a kid, they don't always understand it. But when you say it in such a way which they want to understand, they will understand it. You know what I say? When you, if you want to do the proper marketing, it's about speaking in such a language that people understand. I'll give you a small example. I was doing this uh, football tournament in, a, in this place called Balochistan. It's a, a, under, a, a bit of an underprivileged area in Pakistan. It's one of the, it's the largest, our largest province. And they speak a particular language, called, which is uh, they speak Urdu and Balochi, right? But they don't speak English. So my mistake that was when I would be putting out a social media post, I'll be putting it in English. And I realized I'm not getting a lot of attention happening on, on, on this post. And I thought about it. I said, I'm doing something wrong. Then I changed the language. Then the interaction all of a sudden changed. That I was speaking in their language to them, right? And it's about speaking in their language into them, not just the language in what they understand. So I think the beauty of, of, your, your, of the creative society is to use those eight points and use that as a, as a foundation, not just for us, but to be inculcated into children's life at the early stages. And I think for kids, you know, uh, education obviously is one point which everybody wants, but I, I have become a sportsman, I'm, it's my profession. I always found that, you know, if I were to messages for sports in these kids, then, you know, it becomes part of their life. For sure. Yeah. Everybody has a different opinion, Zebai. Mm. Everybody thinks in a different manner, different perspective way. In your opinion, such type of discussion is important. The conversation of discussion, which we are doing right now, you know, is it important to spread this information to all the masses, to everyone? Absolutely, absolutely. Until you don't spread it into the masses, obviously it won't make the, the difference. Everybody needs to know. And I think it's about, you know, 
maybe uh, create a platform to get as many people on board as possible. And not just that, it's about sharing the communication, right? We are three people having a discussion right now, but how do we share this information to other people around us? And you know, the beauty of the social media is that you might have a thousand people in your Facebook, you could have 5,000, I could have 10,000, you know? Using all those different social media tools to then get everyone on board and not just giving them a communication. I don't believe in just giving communication. It's also about in inviting a discussion, right? In which you listen to what, for example, there might be somebody who doesn't agree with our point, okay? So then when they come back to us, maybe, maybe it's something that we did not communicate properly to them, you know? Then you come back and say, this is what we meant. And this is what we can do. I think the beauty of the creative society is all the points mentioned, they, they're all great. It's not even one point is there and anyone can debate and say, oh no, you shouldn't be doing it like this. Because it's all about humanity, right? Bringing humanity together and, and creating a platform where we all consider each other equal. And we're all comfortable in our own skins. I mean, I mean, if you look at depression, this is a big reason for depression. I mean, sure. through this society, there are so many ills in the in the human humanity, which you can change. Absolutely. Leslie. Absolutely. You know, it is it is very important to get that understanding to people that this is all good. You know, this is all about good things. It's all about good life. And there is so much more good in this world than there is bad. There truly is so much more good in this world, but we don't get to see it enough. And I think once we make the good popular, we'll have more for everyone. Once we make the good popular, we'll see better in our people. We'll see better in everyone because everyone is influenced by what they hear and see. And we want to influence everyone about the good of the world, about being a part of the good of the world, because the good of the world is what's going to make the world better. You know, Leslie, one point I'll bring you, um, uh, I, my, my mother, she's old, right? She gets these videos. And I tell my mother, not every video you see is telling the truth, right? We really have to be able to understand. And if you look at the news, what is the news about? He murdered him, he murdered them, they, they attacked them, they attacked them, right? So what's happening is, as a society, what was the first thing you do? Get up and you watch the news. And you'll see a lot of negative things getting the news. Now, if we were able to say, okay, this, a guy did something good today, right? You don't see a lot of that. It's not like you don't see it, but you don't see a lot of that. And I think that's that's a big, uh, I, when I say marketing, we always have different channels in marketing, you know? It's some is the, you were doing your your, uh, your ads, somebody doing your on-ground activities, two different things. But I think the media is so powerful now, right? That the narrative has to change in the media. It needs to show that good things are happening. Because what happens is, for example, if you see something bad happening in the world, right? It, it makes you feel it bad, right? And it creates that negative mindset. So if you see good things are happening, I mean, like when you, like when you, when you if something bad happens to you during the day, it, go, it, it stays with you the whole day, right? But if something good is happening, it changes your whole mindset and you feel good about yourself. So if we are able to 
who portray a lot more positive and good things through different media channels, then obviously, if you feel good about yourself, you don't want to do something bad. Yes, yes, yes. You know, the balance is, if there was more bad, we wouldn't be here. Absolutely, yeah. There must be something. If right? it was most bad, we would not be yeah. here. So the power of the good is, is here in our world and we need to talk about it more and we need to embrace it more and we need to express it more to every man, child and woman that we see. So it's about getting that communication message out to everyone Absolutely. as much. It's like, you know, bombarding people with, with good, 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 everything is good. I mean, you can't say there's nothing bad because always there is, there's good, there's bad in the world. But it's about trying to change that, that you know, that, uh, that balance, that mm -hmm. there should be more information about good going out than bad. Because right. obviously you're right, there's a lot of good going around the world, but it's all about getting it out to people. Yeah. Sure. And, we, and we're doing that. You know, we are doing that. And we're going to keep on doing it. Amir? Um, yes, yes, Leslie. Very important point, you know. The tradition of our program, we'd like to discuss about the tradition of our program. We are testing the theory of our six handshake, you know, and uh, which says that all people are connected each other through five or less social connections. Uh, Zebai, what do you think that, who would you like to hear, whom would, would you like to see the next guest of our show, you know? Did you recommend anyone? Um, I'll think about it and I can get back to you. Definitely, there must be lots of people who want to come on the show. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I appreciate yeah. that because, you know, we are spreading this information and spreading everywhere, you know. The people like you can be part of us and we, we believe that the creative society can be built together we can. And together we can make the difference, you know. Uh, Zebai, thank you so very much for joining our show and enriching for this enriching conversation and i believe that like this information is spread everywhere and you will also talk to your peers your friends your colleagues about the creative society uh would you like to add something to your viewers you know would like to say something more about I, it you know i just like to say i think it's great to see that this movement is happening uh and i'd love to be part of it as much as i as i can i think it's it's really good that you know people are now understanding that this it's never too late right and i always say it's always a journey you know but you have to have the goal in mind so only if you start something is it going to happen although it's never going to happen in the first place so i think it's great and however how i can help out i'm always there for this excellent i think it's an amazing initiative. thank you Zebai. Uh, i would like to say all these viewers ladies and gentlemen muhammad zeb khan is our guest today like you done marvelous and commendable job, you know, as far as the, like, you know, football is concerned. I can tell you a small project which he has already concluded for Balochistan, Pakistan, Petroleum Football Cup. He is also participated in it in Karim, Pakistan. He was a marketing director, Alliance Marketing, London, UK. He was a director of business development. Kia Electric, he also given the opportunity to, that they won the, that uh, uh, PPL, if I'm not wrong. Head of Sports yeah. and Marketing and Brand Activation with the uh, AE. IGI Funds Limited, he also worked as Head of Retail Sales and 
investor relations, Unilever Pakistan. He worked in different marketing and sales functions. And also, he is the one who brings Rolodino and Ryan Giggs in Pakistan. We are very lucky to have him today with us. And we have like really liked his conversation and his opinion and envision about the Creative Society and the Foundation of Creative Society. Uh, I'm sure that next, next week you'll find a next guest. And I believe that you will like this show. And please follow us on Alatra Unites and Alatra TV Pakistan and also watch on News Hunt TV. So Amir Khan is signing off. See you next time. Allah Hafiz. Thank you. Uh, hey, and I did want to mention one thing. It is being taught in the schools already. The eight okay, family. wow. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, that's a wonderful thing. unprecedented event of present history initiative that comes from people around the world main project of humanity people stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society how it all started may 2019 international online conference society the last chance 140 countries of the world Hundreds of thousands of people online. Hundreds of broadcast platforms translated into seven languages simultaneously. If we all want to live in peace, why do we have a world of violence and destruction? It is up to us to build a different world. How can we do it? December 2020, Creative Society, United We Can. 180 countries of the world, millions of people online, thousands of streaming platforms, 35 languages simultaneously translated. People have voiced today's reality and what they truly desire. And it is the creative society. All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. International online event of global scale. Creative Society. What the prophets dreamed of. This is the day the world will unite to find out the truth. Join the entire humanity and spread the message.